cold open this week. Nick, oh, no. we, <laughs> Nick, we started this podcast last year. The name of this podcast is the year we started a podcast. It no longer makes sense. I agree. Uh, so I've, you know, you mentioned it last podcast, and I kind of blew it off, but I, I still wanted it to make sense, and so I've made the editorial decision that this Nick, this is a new podcast. Oh no! What's the new What's the new podcast name? Uh, the year we started a podcast. It's going to feel very <laughs> similar to the old <laughs> podcast. Very sim- Okay. Very similar. Lots of the same things. I mean, this will have some new things. Maybe, I don't know, more uh, celebrity guests or Ooh. more uh, sound effects. What? I mean, I don't know. Like, we need wah, to talk wah. about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need to figure out what we need to bring to it. Like, that, we have a whole year to, like, grow it into that. Um, okay. And, you know... You know the really nice thing about this being a new podcast that's called The Year We Started the Podcast? I feel like as we're ending 2020, this is kind of like a podcast that's that's being born, like, you know, almost Phoenix-like from the ashes of 2020. You know, at, at the end of 2020, you know what, this Nick, new thing. I, I would actually argue that this is the <laughs> podcast born from the ashes of the previous year's podcast. That's a good and point. it shall be referenced hereforth as the <laughs> podcast born from the ashes of last year's podcast because 2020 Nick is behind us. That was that was this podcast. Uh, well, I I, wanna, I, I, I'm sorry, I referred know. to this podcast as just, the current podcast. It's actually yeah, last last pod. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry, I just want to let you know that is the most terrifying jinx that you could ever put on us by saying that on December 30th. <laughs> I am so afraid <laughs> of what could happen tomorrow. Now. <laughs> you know. <laughs> like i'm pretty sure we, there's gonna be like a nuclear explosion in the, in the pacific now you know what we're just gonna have you know what nick the problem with doing this joke this this, this goof here is yeah. like the world is a big place and there almost certainly will be like terrible december 31st things that happen and this won't be as funny. you brought this evil upon uh, us jeffrey <laughs> i'm so sorry guys I did my best. I thought we were doing a good thing doing this uh, we're podcast. Doing a bit. It was a good bit. And I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. So maybe we should have moved this recording to Friday. Um, uh, who knows? <laughs> well, I guess we'll find out. But I do okay. feel like we need to have like the 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 subtext of what this podcast is because before we didn't really have one. I I don't think that you and I are perhaps the most creative duo, especially not on the spot. And I debated whether or not I should put you on the spot or give you some of the the options beforehand. But I figure we would rip off uh, our subtitle from uh, other sequels of terrible movies. I don't know, not all terrible. Actually, as I'm looking at this, mostly terrible movies. Okay. Um, and, and we can use that as our, our subtitle. So I'm going to paste that in our show notes here. Hold on. Ooh, okay. Okay. I okay. do like these. So the year we started a podcast and then we need to come up with the, the part after that. And I will say this may be a thing that we only do the one time a year because all of these are pretty terrible and off brand. <laughs> uh, but I feel like we need to pick one. Uh, maybe we'll reference it occasionally. I just want to like put this out there that you uh, neglected the most important sequel to any film, which is uh, Three Ninjas Kick Back, which is the best uh, sequel title for a film. Wait, Three Ninjas <laughs> Kick... Okay, is this the one that has that... That basketball scene that I made you watch? No they have, way! They have a sequel, sir. Three Ninjas <laughs> Kick Back. 
<laughs> okay, so the year we started a podcast, kick back. That's um, well. I, I do like that one. Um, I will say, however, that I don't want to necessarily take it, but we could definitely call it, uh, I mean, oh, I don't know. I don't have anything good, really, but I don't want to necessarily steal it from something, but 3D just kick, or uh, the year we started the podcast, kick back, is pretty good. Okay, I, I'm almost certain that we will pick that as the <laughs> subtitle for our brand new hit podcast of the same okay. name of our previous podcast. Right, um, right. <laughs> The kickback is pretty freaking good. Um, I know. And especially knowing how, and we have, I have to make, like, I say this all the time that I'm going to put it in the show notes. I have to remember to put this in the show notes this time. Yes, uh, do it. Okay. I've, I've made this as a separate bolded uh, title here. Are there any, so I'm just going to read few, or read through a few of these. Are there any of those, before I do that, that, like, really feel like they stick out as, you know, maybe a second second runner or maybe a, a competition to uh, kick back. <laughs> I don't have a good one. Um, the secret of the ooze is good. Um, because, because that, was my, <laughs> that was my favorite too. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. That's I, a really good one. <laughs> I don't know that I've seen it, but I do feel like... <laughs> I don't think I have. <laughs> I feel like but I want to know the secret. I really the, want to know. <laughs> when I said they're very off-brand, I feel like that might be... I, I I don't know, Nick. Is that the most on brand or off brand of all of these? Uh, it's pretty on brand. It's pretty pretty on brand. Um, I do feel like cruise control's not bad. I mean, you know, sometimes we don't really try that hard, and we just put it up an episode. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? I try I, so hard. Or, or X Files. I want to believe. Like you know, I want to believe. Like, su- super fits the December thirtieth vibe. Like I want to <laughs> believe twenty twenty one. It's gonna be the year. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh man. <laughs> these are all really good i'm i'm a big fan of this this list um i wish there was uh, something we could do with uh like podcast with a vengeance or something <laughs> but, <laughs> i don't know the uh, secret of the ooze or kickback but i feel like I, I feel like kickback is i mean one that is an amazing movie like again oh. i w- i promise i will link to it uh in the show notes uh but two <laughs> That is so freaking fitting for 2021. Screw you, 2020. Yeah, time yeah. to kick back. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I think we're sick with kick back. Let's oh, go yeah. kick back. Yeah, I was getting ready to do the intro. Whew. All right. All right, with that, Nick, hello, and welcome to the year we started a podcast. It's a podcast born Phoenix-like from last year's podcast. It's time to kick back. I am your co-host, Jeff. <laughs> I'm your other co-host, Nick. <laughs> and this is our new podcast, our, the brand our new one. premiere episode. Unlike that other podcast. Right, yeah, podcast of the same name. We're a couple of friends, half a continent apart. They want to come together on a new podcast and talk about the things that are fun and interesting to us. Oh, oh Nick. Okay, so I have a a topic, a couple topics actually that I want to start off with. But the first thing, at on a prior has maybe a couple episodes ago, we talked about uh, bubbly drinks and uh, yes. our affinity for different varieties of them. Yes. And I mentioned how much I liked uh, Spindrift and. Since then, 
I ha- like I, I don't even remember if it was at the time or um or if it was afterwards. I think it was even before. So I bought like a hundred dollars worth of Spindrift um, at one point when Amazon finally yeah I think I mentioned this probably on the podcast but um, they came into stock finally and I could get them at a reasonable price for you know Kansas prices apparently it's super cheap to get everything in California off yeah. of Amazon you jerks um, <clears throat> so so here's the deal I I bought I thought what was as much Spindrift as a single household could possibly reasonably buy in a calendar year no in the Nuh-uh. in the course of a couple of days. And I have since received so many ads for Spindrift, Nick. <laughs> and, like, I don't know how to tell Google, like, I can't buy any more Spindrift. Like, I don't have any more room in my uh, garage. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, my entire, like, I have, a refri- we have, okay, Nick, I have a refrigerator in our basement. We have a refrigerator in our living room, in our living room, in our kitchen, and we inherited a free refrigerator to go in our garage, yeah. which is a lot of refrigerator, but it's super nice because then you can buy lots of things in bulk. In like our inside refrigerator has basically what our day to day is, and our garage refrigerator is basically just beverages. And Nick, it is entirely filled to the brim with <laughs> drinks ready to go, <laughs> and we have like a pile like. I don't know, waist high of boxes of Spindrift because I went crazy one day and bought all the Spindrift. Oh Nick, God. there's no way. There's no way we could possibly, like... Believe in yourself. You can do it. Right. Like, <laughs> we're going to be on, like, an ABC special of hoarders of Spindrift if we do any more. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm perfectly fine being advertised to, Google, but, like, oh maybe allow me an option to say, I done already bought all of it. Like, <laughs> like I have always wondered that. Year. I have always wondered that, you know, I love that you get your advertisement for something like I get like, I don't buy that many shoes, but like if I need to buy a shoe (laughs) online, you like look around, make a purchase for a shoe. And then it's like all of a sudden the world is like, hey, bruh, I know you just bought some shoes, but did you know about these other shoes that are the same shoe that you already bought? You want to buy another pair of that exact same shoe? I have like a pair of boots that like I have been getting the same advertisement for the same pair of boots that I currently own and purchased already (laughs) online. And for like, like a year i i totally support you know getting everybody to go out and vote but i really wanted the same thing because i voted early like is there any way i can indicate to social media google and the rest of the internet like <laughs> i already done did it like i'm good guys like you got me i'm Hit showing me up in two years like we're good <laughs> like we'll do it again next time but you're covered it's there's, good for there's, now there's other advertising dollars that could be better well spent than yeah. getting me to go vote i already did I um I already or my other one that I get a lot is um my I have a Discord channel with a bunch of friends um and not all of them are especially like tech savvy and for some reason like they like to ask me and one other person who's in that group for help with purchasing computers and in the last like 2 years they've all asked me a bunch of questions so like you know I've googled a lot of these like laptops that they like ask me about and everything mm-hmm. so like I've just got MSI laptop advertisements out the wazoo. <laughs> like, just everywhere I go, it's just like, did you know about this MSI laptop? It's very good, but also <laughs> we have this other model that's also an MSI laptop. And <laughs> uh, like, I don't want this. I Googled it too, one time, man. Touche, internet. Touche. Truth. Truth. I deserve this. <laughs>
I feel like I'm the founder of the top or of the segment, but uh, you are now our current contributor this week. Uh, I am. This week I hurt myself. <clears throat> this week I hurt myself. Yeah. Um, so I will. I will. This. Uh, I sent you a photo of my uh, my injury from today. You did. Um, yeah. It's not actually super bad. However, I am basically have a forearm that is just entirely bloodied up and scratched and cut up. Is that a? Is, how recent is this injury? Because like it, uh, that looked rough. It's seven o'clock now. It's about seven hours old. Is <laughs> how old that All injury right. is? Fresh. Yeah. Right. Fresh. Yeah. Right off the yeah. press. Right yes, off yes. the old whatever you fell onto. Uh huh. And you actually got the uh, you got the uh, cleaned up version. That was probably six hours after I cleaned it a couple of times right. with wet, wet rags and everything. I just didn't have the wherewithal to take a picture on the side of the road. Uh, <laughs> it's side of the much trail. appreciated. Much appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I won't. Uh, I won't fill this uh, segment up forever with uh, mountain bike uh, injuries because. You guys would just get bored of me. I don't actually fall that often, but this one is a. I thought this one was relatively funny because it's like a perfect convergence of bad things happening, a series of unfortunate events leading to me falling and just like destroying my the skin of my arm. Um, I'm actually not in any serious pain, and I don't want to des- describe my arm <laughs> too much and be gross and gory or whatever. But um, so, what happened is. Uh, my bike is currently in the shop with some brake issue. It, it's uh, got a brake warranty issue. It won't hold. Uh, it's uh, the cap for the fluid in the brake is uh, was uh, stripped. Like the cap is a screw, and the screw is stripped, and therefore when uh, I bled it, it cannot be resealed. So can't use the brake. Seems so like something bu- that you would want your brakes to be able to do right. is to have the fluid in the brake system to be in the brake system. Exactly, exactly. Okay. So currently, bike is in the shop. Um, so I today I went out and rode with my dad and my brother-in-law, and uh, I used my dad's bike, which, um, you know, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to you that I am uh, a ninja from a movie that is one with his bike the way that the ninja <laughs> is one with their sword. But, uh, you know, you're used to your bike. You're used to uh, the dimensions of your bike and the geometry of your bike. Sure. And my dad's bike is a, tra- a bike that has, uh, it compresses more with uh, its suspension. It has more suspension or longer travel suspension. So it compresses more and gets lower. And it also starts lower. And he is shorter than me. So he has a smaller size bike. I don't know for sure if that contributes to the geometry of the um, the bottom bracket, so, which is like. It's so, so I'm dumb. So like when you say the suspension travels more, that means like. If you go over a bump, you are going to move more than you would on a like a firmer suspension. Or right? the bike itself would would move more, correct? Okay. Yes. Okay. So like, um, basically compressing downward, right? Okay. Uh, the the bike is, uh, yeah. So Wait, so does that uh, again still dumb? So does that mean that it is a smoother ride or a less smooth ride? Smoother ride. Smoother ride. Smoother ride. Okay. Cool. What was the other thing? Oh, the other thing is, so my arm is destroyed. I have <laughs> elbow pads. Uh, that I usually ride with, but they have started to stretch out just a little bit too much, and they basically flop around on my arms and don't cover anything anymore except for my hands, mm-hmm. um, which is not useful and also distracting. And I have put off reordering elbow pads mm. because my wife basically has c- continually like hinted to me that she was going to order me elbow pads. My, w- my wife and my mother both uh, conspired to buy me new uh, elbow pads and knee pads for Christmas, which is super nice. Um, however, they mixed up who was doing what. So I have two of these identical knee pads, and I have been purposefully putting off ordering new elbow pads. Uh, Nick, so why didn't like, you wear the knee pads on your arms? I did a great question. I, I think I think they wouldn't have fit. I'm not positive, but no, they wouldn't but have did fit. Did you try? I did not try. That is okay. a very good See, point. See, look, this is on you. 
It's like, on me. I felt like you were getting ready to blame your sweet, sweet mother or sweet, sweet wife. No, right? no. Everything no, I know no. about either of them, they seem like great people. So I don't they know. Are, I don't yeah, know what, what's wrong with having some knee pads. I could have just had your elbows. <laughs> That's a good such. point. Hell, they're bigger. They'd cover more. This is useful. <laughs> right. <laughs> so and you would like, be so shamed that you wouldn't have gone outside in the first place thus be safe that's a very good point too i just have to embarrass myself further although that's that's actually not true jeff you know me well enough to know i don't have any shame so <laughs> right. yeah, with that in mind continue yeah so i this is like one of like three rides i've ever had where i'm not wearing freaking elbow pads um i am i i'm usually like hey you know i'm gonna fall eventually i'm gonna get scraped up better to just have the pads even if they're hot or annoying or whatever it is um but yeah put off the buying new pads this is like three rides of me not using them uh my and i'm riding my dad's bike and I, there's this one section of trail on this trail that i've hit a million times and i've pedaled through this exact same section a million times but where the grade of the, the trail changes pretty dramatically it's like you swoop downward and then instantly have to start pedaling upward to and it's like a relatively steep section of trail so you want a lot of speed and you want to be pedaling into it well on my dad's bike and I, you know maybe it's a fluke and maybe it's not because it's my dad's bike but on my dad's bike i'm significantly lower and I clipped a pedal uh, on a rock going like 20 miles an hour and just went straight over the edge right onto my arms, which is all good. But like I it's just a series of unfortunate events of like, you know, my wife wanting to be nice and get me something that I would use. But then just having a small mix up, which is no big deal. And then me being lazy about like, oh, well, it's so annoying riding with these elbow pads and like the one ride I'm not on my own bike where I know that I, I would clear that section and... Uh, having that stupid confidence of being like, I'm on a trail that's really easy and I'm totally comfortable doing it. And then you go over the edge. It all sounded like a thing that I was happy to make fun of you for until you described like hitting the pedal on rock and launching yourself, presumably. Like, oh man, that seems so painful. Yeah. No, I, feel I, I actually so feel fine. I actually feel totally fine. I'm just like, I just made a mess. You know what I mean? My heart doesn't look good. <laughs> So aside from the skin that you left on the trail, like, is it any like bruising or anything like that you think? Yeah, or? Two, two bruises, but they're not yeah. anything serious. It's no big deal. Oh, that's good. Part of, uh, part of the game. So I, to make you perhaps feel a little bit better about yourself, I... Oh, do you have another this week I, I hurt myself? I don't, Nick. Oh. Uh, you know what? Okay, so <laughs> I did text you back that I had like the most tiny <laughs> this week I hurt oh, myself, yes. uh, where... Uh, which is not worthy of a segment uh, in and of itself, but I will mention uh, I was cutting some brisket that I had spent all day smoking. Uh, <laughs> and I had gloves on, and I cut through the brisket onto part of my fingernail, which, it, like you saw, like it's not that bad. But like I am not a fingernail person, like or teeth person, uh, like yeah. teeth and fingernails, like oh, just. Injuries yep, yep. to those things. Yeah. I am especially no bueno. <laughs> I, but, no, I totally get that. Um, so I, yeah, I didn't realize it. And then I took my glove off, uh, after cutting the brisket and I had the little slice through my fingernail. That was not great. No, uh, no. not my favorite moment. No, um, I can see however, that. um, that's not what this segment is, Nick. Uh, let me in. I have a new, so this week's segment is going to be this week. I humiliated myself. Uh, this oh, is good. A, this is a group effort between me and my wife. Oh, good. So we had, and honestly, Nick, this may be a more frequent uh, addition to the podcast <laughs> than this week I hurt myself. 
that I hadn't even thought about because what a treasure trove it is. Uh, oh my goodness. So this week I humiliated myself and and I apologize to my wife because she was the one who had to, you know, bear the brunt deal with of, it. Yeah. She had to deal with the problem. Uh, but I certainly caused the issue. Um, so skipping a lot of the other parts of this, we wanted to order dinner to be delivered to us. And we're kind of like on the outskirts of our main city nearby. And so it's kind of like expensive to have delivery brought to us. And it takes like a flip an hour to get anything. Right. But they delivered it to the wrong house, which isn't a huge surprise because we occasionally have... Uh, packages delivered to a uh, a neighbor of ours that has the same number but a wrong like a different street name oh, okay you know if you're not paying attention it's really easy to think that you are at the right place you're gotcha. i mean they're right across the street really bad design on uh, yeah, I was gonna house say. naming conventions but anyway oh may, may i uh, real quick interrupt i just want to say my favorite um experience with uh with uh, food delivery stuff mix-ups this year is that I uh, had a food we used uh, I don't even remember what what app but you know one of the food delivery apps yeah. this year that that sends you a picture of your thing being dropped off uh-huh. and we you know it said oh your thing's been delivered and we looked outside and it wasn't there and we looked at the picture of it and it was a blurry picture of a shoe in a bush <laughs> and <laughs> I was a little confused so that was just you know my anecdotal great experience <laughs> <laughs> like a really like oh, an action shot. Oh, oh shoot a bush. So, uh, <laughs> uh, was that what you ordered though? Like it, it just delivered to the wrong bush, or it, it, you know, it, it might have been the wrong bush. It might. <laughs> <laughs> I try to make the, the directions very clear. Me and my wife live in this this great green bush on the left hand side. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyways, um, so <laughs> we'll bring it back. Um, had some stuff happen. We wanted to order dinner. Uh, have it delivered, got delivered to the wrong place. Um, I had just gotten home, picked up my son from uh, his grandparents' house because they were watching him. So was coming home, noticed that I had got a text right before I left that the food had been delivered, and I expected to show up with the food on the porch. Uh, wasn't there. Ended up telling my wife, like, like, look, we've had a hard day. I'm sure our food is just over at our neighbor's house. Can you go pick it up? It got delivered like five minutes ago or whatever. So some background though, before like we dive into the actual thing here, we've not, and I feel super bad about this. We're not really good neighbor people. Like I don't, I don't super yeah, know my neighbors. Best. Yeah. I, I and like, that. I'm the type of person like, like if you were to ask me, like, do you think it's a good thing to be close with your neighbors and such? Like I would certainly say, yes, I'm just, and you, not to, to stroke your, your ego or anything, but you're, you're a genuinely, like, very easy to get to get to know, easy to talk to, outgoing person. I don't p- picture you as ha- struggling to connect with people, you know what I mean, even small talk kind of ways, but but continue, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, okay, to, to peel the onion back a little farther, I'm an extremely anxious person when it comes to meeting new people, so yeah, yeah, I, might, I, feel I, might be, I might be nice and I might be genuine, but I also will 100% be very, very very anxious the entire time when we're meeting somebody so i just avoid that my wife is like the nicest outgoing person ever that has never met a stranger but and again like i could put on the face you might have you might have just missed part of that that expression you said she's never met a stranger never met oh i i get that expression now oh my god have you never is that new to you (laughs) it is i think it is wow i'm so glad to bring that to you 
Yeah. I really appreciate it. It's actually a good one, too. You're welcome. I'm detracting it too much. Go ahead. (laughs) But anyways, so I'm super anxious about meeting new people. Uh, I I enjoy... Like, it's not that I don't enjoy it. Like, I do... I do like meeting new people. I'm just not good at initiating it. But once mm-hmm. I'm in the moment, I like it. But, you know, it is what it is. So I'm not one to seek it out. And we've lived here for a few years. Uh, I've met the, our neighbor directly next door, but our cross from us neighbor that we sometimes get each other's packages. Uh, we just deliver them to each other's houses and walk away and never talk about it. Um, but it was dinner That's time. That's a totally normal human we interaction, need, by Yeah, the way. totally normal. Yeah, yeah. We needed dinner. Uh, I I almost was gu- like guaranteed it was going to be over there. So I told Katie, "Hey, do you mind going over there and uh, getting our dinner? I know it might be a little bit awkward. Just knock on their door. So like, hey, we're not here to steal your packages. We're just here to pick up our dinner that got dropped off at your house and uh, deal with that interaction because I have my own stuff that I need to deal with. Again, not interesting for the podcast. So she goes over there at my behest and. Knocks on the door because there's no uh, no food outside. But again, we're very sure that it got delivered there because everything has it to this point. Right. And they are like youth workers in our community, apparently, it turns out. And they had thought that like one of their youth kids had ordered dinner for them. Oh. And they had already started to eat our tacos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really and, sad. And it was... And so, like, they, like, I guess, and this is all secondhand conversation, they felt literally horrified at what had happened. And I guess there was, like, no receipt, like, and they gave it to us. Like, there was no, like, receipt that had our name on it or anything. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, they didn't really know what to do with it. Like, all right, sweet tacos, I guess, from one of our people. Um, and so I started to eat it. And the interaction, I guess, was super awkward at first. But, again, my wife has never met a stranger. It all ended good. Uh, but then, like, when she told me, like, my inner anxiety with first-time interactions with people, I was living vicariously through the situation. And so I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, Katie. Like, I have to add them on Facebook, and I need to tell them that we will buy them dinner for real. And I'm so sorry <laughs> that they had to have this interaction. <laughs> and, so, oh my and so it gets even better. I added them on Facebook. I sent them this long message about this entire thing. And then after I had sent it, Katie, like, wanted to read over my shoulder what I had said and then realized I had sent it from her account and not as my <laughs> own. Like, this guy that I had looked at, <laughs> I sent this entire thing as if it was for my wife. So you made it look like, like she's a crazy so person. so much more awkward. Yeah, like, you made it look like she's a crazy and, person. And then, and then I, added, <laughs> I added him from my actual personal account, like me. And said, like, I'm so sorry that this is, again, the most awkward thing ever. And I haven't checked my phone since because I can't possibly bear nope, to check. Can't, can't, nope. Nope. You, nope. Uh, you may need to move. I'm sorry. I, I, you may yes. need to move. Yep. I need to get a new phone. I need to download yep. Zillow. I need to find yep. places near me. Or honestly, not near me. Not that close, anyway. Not that close. No, I agree. I agree. Um, oh, my God. So this week I humiliated myself, and I assure you, Nick, this will not be the last of this segment. This is oh, I am, this is a well. I am quite excited for this new segment, my friend. This is a great <laughs> idea. Um, <laughs> so Nick, uh, we've talked about this, but it's been a hot minute since yep. we have discussed it. And when we first talked about it, it had been kind of a really small thing that had happened that I thought was interesting. And that was uh, maybe like five, six, seven, eight years ago. I don't know what it was. We had some minor earthquakes here in Kansas. 
Okay. Um, do you That's remember right. us talking about this? Yep. Like me asking, like, have yep. you been in earthquakes and such? Because, you know, you're yeah. in California now. And yep. I hear you guys have earthquakes. And at the time, it was like these little tiny little tremors that would feel like, I don't know, like someone was behind you and just kind of jiggling your chair a little bit. Yeah. Like nothing yeah, that's crazy. A good, yeah. Um, but before I talk about this, what is, what's your experience with earthquakes? Um, I've, I've been around for a fair amount, like probably in the neighborhood of like 10 decently sized earthquakes that you could like definitely feel and be like, oh shoot, there is an earthquake currently happening. Um, nothing crazy or traumatic. Um, I was born after, uh, you know, the earthquake series for baseball, whatever that one was called. There's, there's a better name for it than that, but the, the big one in the Bay area. Um, what, uh, what do earthquakes that you can definitely feel like, what's the definition of that for you? Um, so like we haven't had things actually knocked off of, you know, shelves and things like that, but I've definitely had things come close. So I don't know if this is like a thing that's normal, but my yeah, me, me and a, a friend in high school were playing a basketball game. Like I, I, it could be, it could have been a PlayStation game, could have been a GameCube game. I don't really know, but like, mm-hmm. you know, NBA Live 06 or some crap, right? And the the TV starts shaking and the game starts like super lagging and like getting <laughs> like static up and down it. And like the whole TV is like shaking and you can hear like the rattling of like uh, if you have any glass on like a desk yeah. or yeah. you can hear the rattling of it. Um, so that that's about like the the most dramatic feeling i've had how so long you, how long did it last for those like are usually real briefly or yeah they're usually pretty short i think the the um i think that they're usually in the range of like 30 seconds maybe even a little less what uh what magnitude was something like that do you remember uh no not offhand and i, I like i'm gonna if i guessed uh you know that they're a they're not a it's not a linear scale right seismic scales aren't linear so like yeah i'm afraid that if i said a 5.5 that i'd be like an order of magnitude <laughs> off you know what oh, I mean? wow good job you survived something that nobody survived ever nick yeah. oh right <laughs> exactly right you know so i'm afraid that you know i'd be an order of magnitude off and be way off but so i don't know the exact magnitude so so uh in kansas i don't know if you've been aware of this i certainly haven't told you Again, having spent my entire adult life, or honestly my entire life, uh, the last 30 whatever years, with the only tiniest of tremblings that like were super cool because like, oh, I know what an earthquake feels like now. <laughs> We've had probably 10 or 12 in the last two weeks that yeah. have been That's a like, lot. S- like noticeably bad rumblings, but two of them uh one of which we were in the basement with our kids like doing christmas decoration stuff like getting them out of our storage room so we were in the basement actually that's not true i was actually editing this podcast and i don't know what they were doing but they were in the basement too um so i was editing the podcast and i heard like through my nice headphones like i heard like this weird like rumbling sound and then like uh, the earthquake hit us and like it shook I mean, it didn't shake anything off of shelves or anything, but it was very loud and lots of stuff shaking and my kids freaking out and my wife freaking out in the living room basement area outside of the office that I edit in. And so like long enough that like I was able to get out of my chair and like go out there and like see like, oh my gosh, what has happened? So that was wild. Yeah, that's that's dramatic, right? It's very... and, and I like, think part of what's crazy about it is that it's very sudden. You don't you and you have like only a moment to process it. Like what is it before it's done, right? So it's very yeah. And I like as father of family, 
pumped full of adrenaline of like how am i going to save my family from this dumb <laughs> like which obviously didn't matter like it was a 3.8 no, no. earthquake uh like right. not anything severe but from a person who's lived in kansas their entire life where we've not had any of this happen up until recently was just i don't know is very very bizarre and like the the build up to it like where you could hear it for like a like a maybe a second before it happened was extremely weird. Again, coming through yeah. my headphones over our dumb voices uh, on the podcast, like that was very strange. I believe um, it. And then, uh, as recent, well, just literally this morning at 5 a.m., we had another one uh, where I was dead asleep at 5 a.m. Thank goodness. Thank you, kids, for sleeping in past when you typically wake us up, jerks. Um, but like we were completely asleep and i got woken up again i think from the like the sound leading into it but i just remember like getting shaken so hard from that initial hit and then like it just shook like crazy for like four or five seconds and i like i look over at my wife who complains about me snoring occasionally and she's dead asleep i'm like what the (laughs) (laughs) like here i am like completely chuck full of adrenaline like wondering if we're gonna die or not but no, I was I was wondering, uh, like, is that a thing that you get used to, or is that like, is it rare enough even in the places where? Uh, it's, so it is pretty rare. It, it's ish. definitely not like I I definitely don't experience it like every two you know the the old like fears of earthquakes and uh-huh. t- uh, stereotypes of it, but like I don't experience it every couple of weeks. I experience it like you know you you feel an earthquake solidly like maybe once a year um and to i i was looking up um magnitudes of stuff to like give myself a frame of reference and i'm like oh yeah, yeah yeah so you you feel like you know those small earthquakes like once a year where you're like oh shoot that was that was an earthquake right like yeah 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 it was for sure and like you have uh those for me i, I just want to give myself a little credit here because i think i <laughs> i may have actually just remembered it, it but i was like with looking up like size of earthquakes of major earthquakes in california and um there was a 2007 earthquake in the bay area when i lived in the bay area that was near near where i lived um called the alum rock earthquake that was a mm-hmm. magnitude 5.6 when i said 5.5 and i said that we were playing nba live 06 so i think yeah. this is like actually oddly uh, uh, right it was I, nba yeah, live 06 so. probably anyways but point being so like you know like i've been relatively near a 5.6 do you know once, uh, like once how ever. how far away you were from um, that? Probably like 20, 30 miles from the epicenter. Okay. Because um, it, it says it says that it was in the uh, I don't I don't know Alum Rock exactly, but it says it's in uh, oh Alum Rock Park in San Jose, and I lived probably 15, 20 miles from San Jose. Yeah. So. Okay. I, I feel like I could have a little bit of credence. So all the uh, all of these quakes have been happening in northeast Wichita, which is like uh, oh, that's like close, 10, like eight ten miles from where we live. Yeah, I was gonna say. So like that's and, and they're really shallow too, which I I think that matters. I don't know. I'm not a, an earthquake expert, but me neither. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I never knew that you could hear earthquakes before they hit. That was a yeah. very scary thing because the only that... thing I know about hitting you before it hits is a tornado here in Kansas. So. That's fair too. Yeah, no, I I know that that experience. That's the it's it's also very jarring, right? That the sound of it is very jarring before it happens, right? It's very interesting. It's it, like honestly, it, there's no. I don't think there's any number of these that could happen that I would be like, oh, it's cool. It's an earthquake. 
All right, Nick. So moving on to some topics that we've actually spent a little bit of time reading up on. Uh, yeah. You want to share some stuff uh, on high places phenomenon? Okay. So have you ever had the experience of, and this kind of comes in a bunch of ways. Have you ever had the experience of being at the edge of a like cliff or at the top of a high building and having the thought about jumping off? So I'm not saying this in a suicidal kind yeah, of way. No, I've heard of this as the call of the void. Is this like the same yeah. thing? Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. Okay. Um, oh, and the call of the void thing, that is so cool. It's a, it's a French saying, which French sayings are always much better. But um, And I'm, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of it, but it's l'appel de vide, or l'appel de, de vide, mm-hmm. uh, which is, again, the call of the void. But yes, exactly. Okay. I, 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 before we get started, um, I'm going to interrupt this to share with you a very related, uh, very interesting anecdote about my like anytime anybody asks me what I want my superpower to be, have I ever, have I ever told you this, Nick? No, no, I don't so, believe so. What I, I think this is the same phenomenon. If I could have a superpower, uh, I would like the ability to uh, go back in time, uh, like five or ten seconds after an incident. Like, and here's why: I love the thought of like I'm in a parking lot and there's all these cars parked. And I just want to plow into all of them. Yes. And then yes. just like reverse time and like not have it happen. <laughs> but like I would love to see like the look on people's faces when I just plow through oh my God. like 40 cars in a parking lot. I don't know. Right. It's so wild. Like obviously I would never do that. Probably. But I, <laughs> I would love to know what it would be like. It's crazy. It- I completely agree. I, th- I think that that I think that you're onto something with that thought of like that that you'd love to know what that would be like. That'd be crazy. That's insane. So um so I researched that or I researched this. I googled this because I've heard that people have this experience. This is very uh, universal that um people have these fears of like oh what if I was in this plane or this plane and I like opened the emergency room door or the emergency door and like we all got sucked out or what if I drove into oncoming traffic or I jumped off this cliff or whatever and I've definitely had that especially with heights. Like I don't find myself to be a person who is afraid of heights. However, I've definitely had the thought like while on a hike or something of like, oh, I could just jump off and die right now. I could, I could just do it. I could just walk at it and just jump. Yep. And I think it's actually very normal. First off, um, I didn't find a percentage of people that do this and it's not a, it's not a suicidal thought. It's not a suicidal. Yeah. Tendency. I've looked up. I looked, I literally have Googled whether or not I'm an insane person before for yes. wanting to like run and, and like, and honestly, the parking lot example is probably the most tame example of the reason why I want that superpower. Jeez. Okay, man. That's, <laughs> that's the tame one. Okay. Uh, I was going to say that this is a very normal thing. Yours might not be normal. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like, okay. Think about it, Nick. If you could have the opportunity to just drive into somebody's living room, hopefully not hit anybody. Like, I don't want to kill anybody. Don't get me wrong. But like, if you could just drive into somebody's living room and like yeah, I mean, walk out and like, like, hey guys, how you doing? And then like hit the reverse button and not ever do that again. Oh my god! I I don't know that I necessarily want that. Like, <laughs> I'm how cool interesting with my weird, would it be? <laughs> I'm a, I guess very, but <laughs> definitely be very novel. <laughs> okay, well maybe I'm on the other end of the spectrum of this is not okay. It might be. It might be. Okay, okay. So Sorry. I read. No, 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 you're totally fine, dude. So um, so I read a uh, a uh, about a study. I didn't read the whole study, obviously, because I'm lazy and i read articles instead of uh instead of journals because more than the rest of us yeah fair 
Uh, but I read an article or two about uh, this study that uh, someone did from Florida State by a researcher named Jennifer Hames. And it's called the study is literally called, and I didn't uh, read too much into this and we won't dive into this too much, but an urge to jump affirms the urge to live. So like hmm. the reason, basically her thought was and what she found in, uh, in studying people and pulling people about this phenomenon is that it's not necessarily about uh, suicidal tendencies or depression or anxiety explicitly is that uh, so to quote her what we found is that people were misinterpreting a safety signal from their brains which are always firing so fast in that situation when you're on a cliff or a bridge or driving past an oncoming car your mind is actually saying you're in an unsafe situation back up from the ledge people usually mm-hmm. obey that signal and back up but we can misinterpret that and think i must have reacted that way because i want to jump there's other people who have uh, different thoughts on this because it's this. Uh, she admittedly said that they didn't have uh, the most uh, extensive chance to study this and like go into a huge sample size. She believes that some. Uh, uh, she believes that basically the the what's happening is you're telling yourself about the situation that you could step into and that you are then have it in your brain is telling you about that situation because it's saying that would be a terrible thing to do and you would die and you should stop getting into that situation. You should get away from that ledge. <laughs> and it makes a lot of sense to me. What were some other things on this? I apologize that I'm... Oh, no, you're good. So I've given some very candid examples of how crazy I am. Do you have other <laughs> things that uh, um, you've, like that you felt this in? My my specific one is, uh, is, is driving. Like I get it with driving a lot too. I've, I've definitely thought like, what if I just just sped up like a ton what if i just went like 100 and just just rail off people and i've also (laughs) thought about like i could just turn by like railing into people i could just you know right bumper cars it Um, (laughs) yeah you could you could you could do anything once (laughs) (laughs) it's true it's true the the other things with with this um my other notes aren't super especially interesting i just thought it was like interesting to share that the experience because you know i i didn't really think of it as something that people would have that same experience with but um you know, there's other um, there's other terms that people uh, have related to it, uh, including intrusive thoughts. And I won't dive into those because I think intrusive thoughts are more explicitly tied to medical anxiety and mm-hmm. like PTSD mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I don't want to conflate the two explicitly, but it seems to be similar to. And also, it seems to to have given the the researchers peace of mind that this is actually a thing that is your body trying to. You know, it, it's one of the few instances of our body actually helping us out and our brain being useful. It's like, hey, evolution told you this is a bad situation, man. Please, please step away from the ledge. <laughs> That's so interesting. Like I'm I've flown a lot uh, for my job and I, I'm i not afraid of flying at all. But I, I there's probably not a flight I've been on where I haven't at least had a thought of like, yeah. I'm going to die like a hundred percent. Like there's no way I'm going <laughs> to survive like flying through this metal thing uh, over the skies and I'm going to oh. land fine. Like it's, I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> it's, it's it's you're, de- you're dead. You're dead. And then, you know, it goes away. But like, I, I don't know. I had so a joke strange. with my friend last year when I was flying a lot. I had a joke with uh, a, an old coworker. I don't work with anymore, but, um, about this, the same thing of, uh, but we, we text, I text him and tell him about like my flight or whatever. And, uh i would say you know but if i die i die so don't don't feel like you have to pick me up (laughs) if i die i die you know so right there's a chance you're off the hook thanks yeah exactly all right nick um this i think is the point where i should probably draw the line fair Um, 
but yeah, uh, I've had some fun doing some TikTok and uh, some Instagram things this week. Uh, if you want to follow us, you can check us out on uh, basically anywhere at Tywasap. Uh, you can check us out at uh, tywasap.com. If you want to share it with a friend, I've actually talked to a couple people again recently. Nice. Our our audio is less bad, it turns out, uh, <laughs> from some feedback I've gotten. And uh, you say our, I will fully own to the fact that this is on me. My my audio quality has been <laughs> the struggle. But the comedy is just as bad as ever, so... That's always um, going to be there. It's just, yep. <laughs> it's not fixable. No, yeah, that's Tywisap, uh, T-Y-W-S-A-P, and what do we have? Twi- Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, and we have Tywisap.com, right? That's right. Very cool. Nick, thank you for potting with me. You're welcome. This has been the year we started the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And uh, remember, Nick, our, our subtitle this year is... What is Kickback. Kickback. This kick is ty- the year we started the podcast to th- kickback. I, I really, wow, I butchered that. 